Hey everybody, welcome back to One Minute. It is Monique. I'm sorry that you all decided to join me for another episode of Moment Mondays. As you all know, we are heading into yet another week in October. The year is flying by, but I'm just so happy to be in the number. And so today's podcast is titled The Power of Ownership. And so you know what I was thinking about the other day? You know what is so sad that most of us, myself included, are walking around this earth not really knowing who we are and how powerful we are? We're not only like walking, we're not walking in our like true power. Um, we're also watering down who we truly are because we have no idea the magnitude that's like the destiny that's on our lives. And so you all know that I'm like obsessed with Toy Roberts, Sarah Roberts um, ministry. I'm listening to a bunch of podcasts. I've been watching Ayala Van Sant. I just really been soaking up all this good like soul food and my mind has been racing. I mean, my how I think about things have changed, how I process things have changed. And so it makes me think about, you know, how sometimes we walk around not knowing how our smiles brighten up someone's day. And if we knew that, we probably would smile more, right? How our conversations can be the push for change. So if we knew that we'd have more conversations with people and really let people in on our thoughts and how we think and how we operate. How our enthusiasm can, motiv- can motivate others to keep going. If we knew how that affected people, we'd be enthusiastic all the time. Our positivity would just, you know, exude and just seem through our pores and just be everywhere. You know, the very things that we might overlook are the things that people hone in on the most and those are things that people just love about us and so I didn't come to this conclusion until it happened to me and I realized I was operating in a semi-dull version of myself of the dynamic awesome and amazing dynamic person that God called me to be um now let's be clear I know I have glitter running through my veins um yeah sometimes I forget that while I'm like grinding and just trying to get through life and trying to sift through the clutter that the glitter in my veins seems to seep through my skin and just seems to, you know, radiate and people can see it on me. It's like having a glow, right? Like the ultimate glow up. And so I kept meeting people who were like magnets to me. I meet with them and they kept describing how there was just something so special about me, how I had this light that made them drawn to me and they just wanted to get to know me. Or could they, they could see the greatness on my life. They could see the purpose on my life. They could see that, that God has really caught me and set me aside, right? And so in my mind, I'm trying to figure out why I see or saw myself as a sugar cookie, like literally just trying to squeeze out all the goodness of the present and not really connecting the dots and seeing the future or really seeing myself as a jumbo size sugar cookie from Publix with like extra sprinkles. Right. And so, you know, talking with people, I think that we've all been there. Um, where you're kind of so busy living day in and day out and operating a routine, you forget the power that God has placed in your life. Sometimes we just simply forget, or some for some people, you just don't even know how awesome and special you are. We get caught up in trying to make it or be who we want to be um, when we should really recognize we're already walking in the power that God has given us, and we should just be. I remember I had a power talk lunch with one of my colleagues, and I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of like my sister's publicist. And he was like, no. You are your sister's publicist. And it reminded me that I needed to change my words and my confessions because that's so important. And, you know, it's okay to stop sleeping on yourself sometimes and to just admit that you need a wake-up call, right? And so these moments continue to reaffirm the, the themes that have been in my life for the entire year. One of them is reorganizing and recognizing your power. Two is taking ownership of your life. That includes taking the reins over your destiny. It's kind of those things where... You know, I could want to be a writer all day, but if I'm not writing, then I'm not going to be a writer. It's, it's about helping yourself and 
doing what you have to do and taking those steps to be the best version of yourself would be who that person that you desire to be. Like if you want to be a football player, you should probably be practicing football. If you want to be a singer, you should probably be taking voice lessons. If you want to be a hairstylist, you should probably be doing hair, right? And the last thing is to always operate in excellence. And so those three things have been so influential in capitalizing on the power of ownership for me. And so over the last two weeks, I've met with executives, colleagues, and mentors who have left me pondering deep in thought about recognizing using my power more and more and taking ownership of it. So I remember you all remember that mentor I told you about talked about being a lion. That was the beginning. That was at the beginning of the moment Monday series. Well, that same person gave me a major key on tapping into your power of ownership. And he told me that as I continue to grow in life and love and just keep living and doing all the things that I like to do, that I need to take ownership of my prayers because that's where the true power lies. Because we all know that prayer changes things and you're supposed to pray until something happens. And so like, I literally never thought about that, about owning my prayers. And so I'm always praying. I wake up in the morning, I pray. When I'm in a car, I pray. You know, I pray when I'm in good times and in bad times. I pray for my friends, my family, my foes, my ex-boos, my future new boo. You know, I pray for anything and everybody. And so knowing how to pray really isn't a thing for me because my parents have taught me how to do that. It's about the content of my prayers. And he explained that um, when I begin to have more intimate talks with God, that I need to change my confessions. And instead of petitioning for my own will to be done, that I need to be to pray that God's will for my life be done. Because it's one of those things where, you know, if I just pray for God's will, I ain't got to put too much work in because God's going to do it. But if I pray for my own will, I'm going to have to figure out how to do it. I'm going to have to come with a game plan. If I just pray for God's will, he had to work it out. I just got to live in it and just ask God to order my steps to walk in the plan that he has for me. So not only will everything change once I pray for God's will, so will, um, you know, so will everything else in my life. But he also told me, you know, along with owning my prayers, I have to change what I confess. He told me to intentionally ask God to have his way in my life so that the things that he wants for me can manifest. And so I don't need to operate on my own agenda and pray that God give me the tools to execute that one. I just need to, you know, work on being in alignment with what God has for me. And so for me, it's amazing how we can go through our lives and never really recognize our own power and how awesome and special we are. And I'm, I, can say I'm guilty of it too. You know, some days I'm like, oh, I'm the bomb.com. Other days I'm just like, oh, I'm just regular old Monique. You know, people are like, oh my God, you're so awesome and amazing. For me, I'm just like, well, girl, I had to brush my teeth just like you and take off my bonnet and flat iron my leave out every day. But thank you though. And so, you know, um, another major key when it comes to the power of ownership is reminding yourself that you matter and so do all of your thoughts, your dreams, and your highs and your lows. And God wouldn't have planted seeds in us and not giving us the tools that we need to help them grow. And so I also have determined that another route to earning your power for me is probably the most important one, along with taking the time to recognize who you are, like who you truly are. You have to own your life in every area. You have to own your failures. Someone told me that, you know, your failures are the doors for change. Those are the things that push you to find a new route to an old dream. They are the catalyst to make you create a new game plan that works and teaches you how to swim. Failure is so important and it's essential because if you don't fail, then you won't ever try. And when you fail, then it's a reminder that you need to keep trying to you figure out something that actually works. 
And you have to help yourself, helping yourself to get closer to your dreams, help yourself to get closer to the life that you see for yourself, help yourself to get to the job that you want, help yourself to, you know, get into that important contact, etc. So, you know, an important part of that is we should never do anything in vain or go through the motions of things. And it made me start thinking about, you know, Martin Luther King, when he wrote the I Have a Dream speech. Like, did he know how powerful that poem was going to be, that speech was going to be, or did he just write it? just because he needed something to do in in the downtime. No, he wrote it because he knew that it was going to change the way people thought. It was going to change the way our nation operated and that it would affect generations to come. It made me think about when, you know, Madam C.J. Walker, you know, started creating hair products for women. Was she just creating it because she was just like, I'm just tired of, you know, having to comb through these naps and I'm not tired of my hands on the top of my head. Or did she know that it would change the face of black hair care and that it would open up the doors to people like Carol's daughter and Mrs. Jessie's. And she knew that the things that she did, the power that she had in her present moment would affect the power of her future. And so, you know, I also think about, let's say, President Barack Obama, you know, when he ran for president, did he realize what kind of history he'd be making? Did he realize the seeds of change that he would be planting in us? Did he realize that he'd be the first black president? That he and his family, you know, would be such pop culture phenomenons that he would set people free, that he would create universal health care for the first time in American history, like those things. So, you know, the way the reason that those people were able to do such great things, the reason those people though that they were able to put things in motion is because they recognized who they were and they owned their power. And they walked in the will of God. They did the things that God had for them. And sometimes we get so caught up in living everyday life that we don't remember or we don't recognize or we don't even acknowledge that God has already given us the tools. We just have to use them and pick them up. And that all comes with the power of ownership. And so, you know, when people see something special, you you shouldn't deny it. You should bask in the things that people see on you. You should bask in the power and the glow that God has given you because he's given it to you for a reason. And so the moral of this semi-long but short, awesome, powerful story is to recognize your power and not only recognize it, but own it. Realize how special you are, even when you're knee deep in the throes of life, even when you don't see it for yourself. Recognize that you are awesome, great, you're kind, smart and important. Be intentional with your power and use it for God's will, but also recognize that the things that you do today affect tomorrow and that God hasn't given us our power for it to be unused. He hasn't given us our power for it to be unrecognized. He hasn't given us our power to be underestimated. He's used, he's given us power so that we can own it and use it to manifest the will for his life and to get closer to our dreams and to get closer to our potential and our purpose. And so as always, I hope that this podcast blessed your life. I'm going to keep giving you Mo because we know how important owning our power is and using it to the best of our ability is. And so I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you'll listen, like, and share it. You all know that you can follow me on at Munificent11, M-O-N-I-F-I-C-N-T-11 on Instagram, as well as on Twitter. Make sure you follow the Single Black Female Project at SBF Project on Instagram and log on to www.sbfproject.com. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to drop them in the comment box below. Hope that this blessed you as we wrap up another year. There's still so many lessons to be learned. There's so so many days left to live and so many things that we can be doing. And so 
In order to do all those things and do them effectively and powerfully, we have to own our power and take ownership of it. So talk to you soon. And that will conclude today's episode of Mo Mitch Mondays on One Mo Minute. Talk to you soon.